Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do my film preview for Lightyear, which is the next edition in the Toy Story franchise, uh, which is coming out next month in June. I'm your host, Matthew, and uh, Toy Story's back. Toy Story is back, and I couldn't be happier about it. Uh, I'm really, really looking forward to this film. Uh, my most anticipated film out of any other films, not just for this year, but in general, because uh, there is other film films that are coming out like next year and stuff. I'm still looking forward to this one more than any others, really, more than any other Marvel film. I love the MCU. Uh, looking forward to the other Quiet Place films coming out, but this is the one. This, this is this is the one uh, for me. Uh, so for those of you who don't know much about me, because of course I need to always consider the audience that uh, don't know about me. I am not just a big fan of Toy Story. I I love this franchise more than certain things in the world. Uh, in terms of like TV, game, film, comic book franchises, this beats anything. You know, I love Last of Us and Crash and Spider Man and Batman and Marvel and DC, uh, PlayStation, all those kinds of things. Uh, Toy Story. If you were to give me any list of like Hey Matt, do you prefer Toy Story or this? It's Toy, Toy Story is always winning. That, uh, what, what, whatever that fight is. Um, if you want to put Toy Story up against any anything really, to be honest, uh, Toy Story for me is always going to win. Um, you know, this takes me all the way back to 1995. I'm sounding like an old man now. Uh, back to 1995 when. Uh, Speaking of Buzz himself, I watched him get fake killed at the beginning of uh, Toy Story 2. And I cried because, you know, little, little, uh, how old would I have been? Five-year, five-year-old Matt um, thought that Buzz Lightyear, a character that he loved as a five-year-old who didn't understand the rules of cinema, the rules of character deaths and, you know, how you can do fake outs and that kind of thing. Um, didn't understand that Buzz Lightyear wasn't dead, and it was just Rex playing a game. Uh, takes me all the way, all the way, all the way back to that. And uh, I, I'm just grateful to still have Toy Story in my life. I I will always be grateful for that. If we get any new shorts or films, TV shows, games, whatever, wh- whatever we get in in those mediums uh, or media, rather, um, I will always be happy about getting more Toy Story. I hope that Pixar never stops making these films ever. Even if you just do it for me, <laughs> just just make them for me. Just make them for one person. Uh, I will. Uh, I will always be there for um, for these films. And uh, literally, as I look to the left of my laptop as I'm recording these podcasts, I've got the um, the Disney Infinity little figures. They fit very nicely where I've put them and on my desk and. I've got Jesse and Buzz himself, got Woody there, um, and in my room I've still got my Toy, Toy Story dolls that I've had for, I've, they're probably the oldest thing that I own, I've had those for 20 plus years probably, um, so that's a bit of a, just for those of you who don't know like about me, that's, that's a bit of my, just a, a shorter version of my uh, background on um, Toy Story, and don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but anytime I even... Because now and again, like, 
I'll go and watch like some old clips of some Toy Story stuff. I'll I'll get nostalgic. I'll get you know emotional, and I'll go and watch like you know the memorable scenes and things like that. And uh, even while I'm watching those, I just can't get. I I just can't help but get choked up every every single time. If you were to put any kind of stakes against me, like I had to give you money or something, and you said, Matt, you've got to watch like this Toy Story clip or one of the four films or whatever without like being emotional, I'm going to probably lose that every single time. Because <laughs> um, even from like, you know, hearing You've Got a Friend in Me or any of the, any of the other songs, of course, You've Got a Friend in Me is the uh, the big standout. And it'll probably happen to me while I'm watching this film. It happened to me while I was watching these trailers. We got, what, three of them, I think, uh, in the end. And uh, although this is a bit, yeah, it's a bit different to what we've had from Toy Story in the past, um, it's still Toy Story. And so it still makes me emotional. It doesn't really matter what scene it is or what film. Um, I would always, like, blubber up and, you know, get emotional and everything like that. So... It'll probably happen in the first five, ten minutes of this film. I don't know what happens in the first five or ten. Heck, it'll probably end the f- happen in the first <laughs> two minutes of this film. Um, or even the opening. I don't know. Again, I don't know what the opening credits are going to be. I don't really think you can fit You've Got a Friend in Me in this particular film. Because it's a slightly different story to, to what we usually get. Because um, they'll probably have some more like... Space Ranger type of type of music inst- instead of you got a friend in me, uh, but who knows? Who knows what they might do? Who knows what they might do? Um, I mean, I won't really get emotional just from seeing like the Pixar intro animation and that sort of stuff. But yeah, once this film boots up and gets going, um, it will probably just hit me. Toy Story. What one of the one of the notes I've literally got because uh, I've got the you know you know it's serious when I've got notes. Um, is the t- uh, the power Toy Story has over me, which I think I've explained in these in these six minutes or so. Uh, yeah, it just uh, it just hits me in a in in a, in a different way to anything else, really. Just just anything else. Um, so there we go. Uh, all right, that's a bit of background on that and some some Toy Story chatter. Um. So I suppose my expect I should talk about my expectations and whatnot for this. So I don't actually have that written down, oddly enough. But because uh, just to go over my notes quickly, I've got the power of Toy Story has over me, Buzz versus Zerg, any other scenes, references to other Toy Story characters, uh, and in Toy Story's future, those are what we're going to be covering here. Um, I'm expecting the best of the best because I think Pixar is the best animated studio out there. I said that after my review of Turning Red. Not that it took watching Turning Red for me to have that solidified opinion because I already had an extremely high opinion of Pixar. Uh, Even though I've not loved all their films. Uh, There's some of them which I haven't loved as much but the majority of them I have and uh, I expect the very best from them out of uh, animation. So um, those are some of my I suppose expectations um in terms of what i'm actually expecting from the film itself i i suppose uh i'm expecting again fun light-hearted family friendly humor emotional storytelling that's one of the things that pixar's best at is emotional storytelling i mean what was the theme of what i talked about in the first six minutes emotion 
how much emotion this franchise gets out of me. And uh, other Pixar films, of course, but mainly Toy Story. Um, so it'll probably be... I mean, I will probably be emotional watching the film without all the emotional material within the film. But, uh, yeah, it'll probably be very emotional. It'll probably be... I, I was going to say typical Pixar. That makes them sound bad. And I've noticed that after sort of like Turning Red came out, when Luca came out, when Soul came out, you know, some of their recent films. And I started to hear a few critiques about Pixar of like, oh, it's just another Pixar film. It's just another typical Pixar film. And I, I see that about like some of PlayStation games, uh, which is like, oh, another third person action game. Because you've got like Uncharted, The Last of Us, all that kind of thing. Just because a studio is doing the same type of film or the same type of, you know, PlayStation's case, a game. Just because they follow... And this goes for the MCU kind of as well. Although that's changing things a bit. Just because a studio is really good at doing one thing. Uh, or one type of like formula. Uh, it doesn't mean that, that suddenly makes the studio like boring. Because if a studio like with Pixar are very good at delivering like emotion and emotional storytelling. And films that make you think and heartbreaking moments but also you know moments that make you smile moments that make you laugh moments that make you happy toy story films have been full of all of those um just because that's what pixar's good at it doesn't mean that they should suddenly switch lanes because if you're good at something keep doing it right that can apply to most things in life really um if you're good at yeah cooking or, or you know whatever if you're good at doing something in life and you like doing it then keep doing it and of course in Pixar employees situation it's their job they're all good at doing their job so they should keep doing it um but there will probably some be some sort of criticism about like oh it's just another good toy story film or whatever where it's like well if if it's another good toy story film that we all enjoyed what's there to moan about you know I'll, I'll certainly be happy if that's the case for this um but no we should be learning of course about the backstory of lightyear or buzz lightyear himself uh this space mission that he he goes on and uh how that impacts the toy story films that we that we know and love today uh, i'll talk a bit more about that with like the toy story characters notes and things that i've got something specific i want to mention within the contents of this film now i didn't expect this necessarily to be in this film. Because when this got announced. I was like oh cool. You know Buzz Lightyear's origin. Of course I'm there for it. Toy Story. I'll always be there for it. And I kind of thought like. Okay what, what are you actually. Who Who is going to be in this film. And it wasn't like doubtful questions. It was just logic questions. Of like okay. Cool. Yeah Buzz Lightyear. Tell his story of you know. And why the toy was made. And all that kind of thing. But who else is kind of in here. And, and that sort of thing. Uh, Zerg looks like he's going to be in this film. Well, he is because he's been cast in this film when we saw him in the trailer. Now, we've seen teases and glimpses of, of course, the toy versions of Buzz and Zerg briefly fighting um, in a couple of Toy Story films. Um, and one of the versions of Buzz becoming his son, <laughs> which was quite fun. Uh, a good old like a Star Wars reference there, I suppose. Um, but no, we look like we're going to see them fight, and there's going to be some combat, and I'm going to love it, I'm going to absolutely love it, because 
even the glimpses because I think in two of the trailers we got glimpses of their fight scenes it looks awesome it looks like so much fun and this is kind of technically like the hu- the human obviously the human version of Buzz um, doing his like proper space ranger uh, space ranger sort of fighting and everything um, which is again is a really interesting considering the uh toy version where that whenever he's pointed his laser and done all this other kind of stuff and you you kind of look at the the toy version of Buzz Lightyear that we know and love in the films and at some point you imagine you can like almost look at him and imagine um like okay what if the laser was a laser instead of a a light and if he could do all this other like space ranger type of stuff if if he was in like a human worn suit and it fu- and the weapons were like functional weapons. So to take that idea, because Buzz, because Woody can do some stuff, Jesse can do some stuff like combat wise, but Buzz is like the space ranger. I know Woody's the sheriff, and technically sheriffs have got guns and that sort of thing, which obviously Woody doesn't have. But um, yeah, like an actual human version of Buzz Lightyear with like a combat space ranger suit i'm so looking forward to seeing like how what can he do how's that function and it's really interesting with the last couple of years you know we've had all these i keep calling them like masked heroes you've got the halo tv show you got boat uh, book of boba fett got the mandalorian uh the fallout tv series which was coming all of these like hero characters or we look at them as hero characters who can like shoot cool weapons and do cool stuff. You're thinking like the bounty hunters characters from Star Wars and all that with Mandalorian and all, all the different things that he can do. We're now going to kind of see that, obviously in animated form, um, see that, but with Buzz Lightyear, which is the one that appeals to me most out of all of them. You know, as much as I love you know, the Mandalorian show and Boba Fett's a cool character and Master Chief is cool, this is Buzz Lightyear. So I care significantly more about that. Um, but that's that's something that I've genuinely thought about while watching these films. It's like, hmm, what about if you had like... What would a human version of Buzz be able to do in combat? Like with real weapons and stuff. And what would Zerg be able to do as well? You know, he's got like these guns and everything. So what does that look like? I hope we get... Not like a 20 minute fight scene. Because obviously this film. It's got it listed here an hour and 40 minutes. Um, What does that look like? And I'm really really excited. He's not just going to be fighting Zerg. This probably because he's on this like space mission. So he's going to probably be fighting. Other creatures and whatnot. So. I'm very very interested to see that side. Of. of uh, what that all looks like. Um, So yeah. That's something that's going to be really really cool I think. Hi there and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today 
is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month and then when it gets to the next month you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice that's $3 level tier that does also of course include your ad free podcasts for the month as well thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show alright speaking of the information I haven't really kind of gone through that I got carried away with my Toy Story passion which I'm not going to apologise for but uh, 2022 action um, sorry Venture Family an hour and 40 minutes release date that's obviously important for a preview 17th of June uh, June being one of the busiest months I've ever seen for anything um, I might do like a June preview podcast for stuff at, the, uh, at some point uh, but June 17th, that says United Kingdom, so it might be different for the US. What uh, day is that? Let me just very quickly check. June 17th, that's a Friday, so probably have like a Thursday midnight, Friday kind of release. Uh, so in, it won't be too far away, you know, it's just over a month now until that comes out. Director Angus McLean. Um, let me just click on him. Films and TV shows. So what has Angus McLean done before? He's done Toy Story of Terror. Toy Story Toons Small Fry. Uh, the Hawaii Vacation thing. Um, Partysaurus Rex. Bugs Life. Finding Dory. So, yeah, Pixar family. Um, and some other stuff as well. So he's got his Toy Story history in there, which... Personally, to me, that's very important. That, uh, you know, Bugs Life, great film. Finding Dory, great film. Let's not talk about Cars. Um, although those are some of the shorts, like Cars, Tunes, and those sorts of things. So it's interesting that most of what he's done here, apart from Finding Dory and Bugs Life, is like the shorts. So I think that's because there's four shorts here listed. Toy Story of Terror, Toy Story Small Fry, uh, Toy Story Tunes, Hawaii Vacation, Partysaurus Rex... I think that's all of them. Uh, oh no, there's the Time Forgot as well. That's another one of the shorts. And then of course Lightyear. So this is his kind of um, big step up. It says here, Angus McLean is an American film director, animator, screenwriter and voice actor currently working at Pixar. He directed short films Burn E, Toy Story, uh, all the ones I've just mentioned. Uh, and he, he co-directed the film Finding Dory. So that's very, very good. Um, that's, that's, personally to me, that's, uh, 
important to me as well. So that's very, very good. But yeah, that's your information about Toy Story. Uh, the the, the, uh, the Lightyear film. So there we go. And then, of course, it says... Uh, um, sequel to Toy Story. It's technically not a sequel to Toy Story 1, though. Anyway, never mind. Google have, might have that listed wrong. Um, any other scenes I've got written down? Um, the last thing I want to talk about, really, is Andy. I think Andy's going to be in this film. I don't know that. Nobody's told me that. Nobody sent me a DMCA, uh, you know, um, I don't know what you call it. Um, when you can't tell people something in production, I can't remember what it's called, non-disclaimer thing, you know what I mean, uh, nobody nobody sent me uh, an NDA, that's it, NDA, um, saying like, hey Matt, I know you love Toy Story, Andy's going to be in Lightyear, no, nobody's written that to me, um, and if there is a, by chance, anybody important involved in this film listening to this, don't, don't write in and tell me that, because I don't want to know, um, but uh, I, I think Andy's going to be in this film, if he's not, I won't be disappointed, um, because part of me is expecting, expecting him not to be, but I think he's going to be, because there's multiple ways you can play this out, right, and there's been a lot of speculation online as to how you can do so. Some people have wondered if you're going to end up watching a film within a film, so that, uh, the Lightyear film ends, you cut back, and you look at Andy with his mum, probably, and maybe his little sister, uh, in a cinema. And he says something like, that was really cool, I want a Buzz Lightyear toy. Now what's interesting is there can't be a scene of Andy's mum, by, or like if you cut to, you know, once they're able to get the toys out and that sort of thing, which sometimes happens nowadays before the film comes out because you get those toy spoiler things. Um, what can't happen, because it doesn't make sense canon-wise with Toy Story 1, is if, would, uh, Woody, is if, um, Andy's mum goes to a shop and buys Buzz Lightyear off the shelf. Because if you remember from Toy Story 1, Andy's birthday party, he gets Buzz Lightyear there as a surprise. So, and obviously he doesn't know about that. The the way you could you could do a scene similar. What you could do is Andy's in a shop with his mum. Again, you cut to maybe a day or a week or so, something later like that. Or um, I don't imagine they'd wait a month, but some point later, you cut to some point later, and Andy is in a shop with his mum, and he goes, "Oh, yeah, Buzz Lightyear on the shelf." And maybe the mum pretends to be in a... Maybe she doesn't want to buy it right now. She pretends to be in a rush. Or maybe she is in a rush. Or she gets a phone call or whatever. There's lots of there's lots of things that can distract an adult. Uh, or maybe um, Andy's sister, who I've forgotten the name of. Maybe she's in the shop and she's run off. Or I, I don't know. Something that distracts Andy's mum. And you see a scene where Andy spots Buzz on the shelf... Because, of course, there's more than one of them. There's a whole shop full of them. We know that in uh, Toy Story 2. And you cut the ca- you just pan the camera over to... Not necessarily our Buzz. 
that we know, but a Buzz Lightyear, and wouldn't it be funny if he like winked at the camera through the through the uh, through the packaging or something? That'd be pretty funny. Yeah, I, I would, I would, uh, I that would make me smile. Although I'll probably be crying at that point in the film, because um, I am going to be very emotional watching this film. But uh, I wonder if you're gonna do you could you could do both of those or one of those. Because you could have a, you could that that only needs to be the last five minutes of this film. You cut out from a film within a film, you cut to a cinema, lights go on or whatever, film's finished. Andy's there with his mom. He loved the film. You know, um, he might he could even have Woody with him. I don't know if he if he'd do that, but you could have a little Woody cameo appearance or something. Um, he's got Woody with him, or maybe, again, this is the young, like, the very young version of, uh, Andy that I'm talking about, uh, maybe Woody winks at the camera, I don't know, <laughs> but, um, uh, and then he does that, and then you cut to, like, a day or a week later, and then you do the scene that I just mentioned, but the one thing you can't do is you can't have Andy's mum, you can have her buy it in a, in a scene later where Andy's not there, but Andy's not supposed to know that Buzz Lightyear is being bought. So you can't have a scene where Andy's mum takes off the shelf and like, yes, we're going to buy this right now. Because then Andy would then take Buzz home and that doesn't match up to the canon with Toy Story 1. And I believe this film is deliberately supposed to be, you know, met with the canon of Toy Story. Now some people have also mentioned um, the Buzz Lightyear cartoon, which I have only seen one episode of. I do want to watch the rest of it because again, it's Toy Story. (laughs) Uh, if there's going to be any involvement or inspiration from that. I don't know how much of that cartoon is supposed to be canon to Toy Story. Because even though I'm a massive Toy Story fan. That cartoon is one of my blind spots. I have seen some clips of it. I watched this, there was like an episode one on YouTube. If they put that on Disney Plus one day. Which I hope that they do. Uh, I will definitely watch it. But I don't I don't know what's explored about Buzz's history in that cartoon. I think it's just supposed to be a cartoon version of like the Space Rage of Buzz Lightyear with his alien friends on his adventure. So I actually don't know that much about that show. But if they find a way to tie that in to that, that would be that would be quite cool. Uh rest of references to other Toy Story characters. Um, I'd be surprised if there's none. If there's no references at all to other Toy Story characters. Obviously Woody's a big one. Um, What could you do? I doubt that you'll have like... Because you've got the Woody's Roundup TV show. I don't know if you'd have like... Somebody's watching the TV show in a room and you walk past the room or something. I doubt that you'll have like Buzz turns on the TV and he sees Woody's Roundup or something. Because um, that was a television show within the world of Toy Story. That's, that's Woody's backstory. Uh, I don't know if, you wanna, if you're going to be able to do that. But some reference to like a cowboy or a sheriff or somebody called Woody or, or, or something that you could do. Like maybe maybe one of his space ranger friends, like one of the background characters, is called Woody or something, and like you could have a fun you could have a fun like five second scene where Buzz is walking through a corridor or something, and he looks to his right and like 
does a mini salute or something and says hey Woody something like that you, you could you could do because what you want to do with references is you, you don't want to derail this because there's a, still a story here with buzz right to tell you don't want it to just be a toy story references you know clip show and it's not going to be that but um just some little nods a, a few little nods throughout the film because if you have him walking through let's say someone's giving because remember this is like a space ranger guy right he's on a space mission um, if you have, like, someone's briefing him, right, someone's walking with him through a corridor or something, someone's briefing him, and somebody says, like, hey, Buzz, and then he says, he does a nod back and says, hey, Woody, or some, some, something a bit like that that you could do, but then you could immediately move on, you're still going on with a debrief, and you get straight back into the story, that's, that's, some, that's a way that you could, uh, potentially do that, uh, so, who knows. Uh, so that's that part of it. Um, Toy Story's future is my last note here. As I said, I hope... Because um, honestly, I think I've said this in a few pa- in some place before. You could give me... A Disney Plus show... Every single week. No season one, no season two. Just an episode every... So like a soap type of format. One episode every single week... Um, you can have little cameos from the other characters, but mainly Buzz and Woody. Maybe Jesse says hi now and again. Maybe Slinky Dog or Ham is is there or whatever. You know, they 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 bump into some conversations. I would honestly watch a show. I could probably watch it twice a week. A straight one hour every single week for as long as long as you want to do it, right? As long as you can. No seasons, just like. Weekly episodes of Buzz and Woody just having conversations. I would never get bored of that. I would never ever get bored of that. And even if there's even if there's scenes right, um, because I what I'm kind of imagining or envisioning there is like Buzz and Woody sat on a shelf, not on a shelf like they've been ignored, like they're just like they're just sitting on the side, they're just sitting on a shelf, and there's like there's. Almost three decades were almost three decades worth of history for these characters, so they could re- they could make references to things we've not even seen that they, of the adventures that they've been on, right? Um, and I'm not pitching this as a realistic show like most people probably would watch this, but I would. And again, Pixar, if you want to just make this for me, that's that's fine. I'll I'll give you money. <laughs> Um, of just Puzzle Woody sitting on a shelf. They don't even need to physically be doing anything. Just have the the both of them sitting on a shelf. Maybe now and again, one of them joins them on a shelf for like a minute or something. A complete one hour every single week. And even if there's like... You could do like a five minute stretch, right? Where they're not saying anything to each other. They're looking at the toys below them. I, what, I'm, what I'm envisioning as well is the toys below them like Rex and Ham. You can hear them talking and like playing around and stuff like that, right? Not with um Andy or uh I think it's Bonnie or Connie. Um not not with those one of those two there. Just them just playing amongst themselves as toys. They're just like they're doing whatever and you can hear you can hear cars like moving around, you can hear them all moving around in a, you know, playful kind of thing, whatever, and there you hear bits of conversations from them. You could do like a five minute stretch where Buzz and Woody are just doing facial expressions or they're maybe they laugh at something but they're not talking to each other for five minutes. I would still watch it. 
and I guarantee you I'd still be entertained. Um, because I would just be looking at these two characters, and I'd be thinking, there's so many things you, like, could say to each other, because there's just so much history there. Um, you could make references to, like, hey, remember when we met and we kind of hated each other? <laughs> or, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It would kind of have to take place before, before Toy Story 4. Um, although you could do it as, like, a, a reunion thing. But I've got ideas. Pixar, if you, if you want me involved... Don't worry, I can give I can give you plenty of Toy Story content. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, um, the 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 realistic future of Toy Story. I don't know. I hope this isn't the last Toy Story film that we get, because you know what? If you're gonna do Lightyear, you you should have no problems doing a film literally called Woody's Roundup. And the only difference that there would be there is obviously because in Toy Story two. Woody doesn't know about Woody's Roundup. He thinks it's like just Andy and, and that's it. He doesn't know about like the Woody's Roundup show and the backstory there. So the Woody that we would see in that... Because I'm talking about like... Not episodes of Woody's Roundup but like... um Like a film within it that, that, talks, that, that goes more into that. That wouldn't be our Woody. Um, which might be a bit of an issue but there's... If you're going to do... Like Buzz and Woody, they're the main two, right? If you're gonna do this for Lightyear and tell his backstory with the Space Ranger stuff, um, and again, you can switch gears a bit more with the Woody's Roundup story because again, that's different to the main to- Toy Story. That's different to a Lightyear film because um, that's like an actual puppet show thing, isn't it? Almost, if I remember correctly. So there's like three ideas I've given you, <laughs> and you could still definitely do a Toy Story five. Um, and I'll tell you something, if they ever did a Toy Story 5, and I'm going to give slight spoilers here for Toy Story 4, the Buzz and Woody reunion would absolutely kill me. It would, I would, it, it would kill me with emotion. I would be broken. I would probably be 30 something by that point, because I'm 30 in two years time. You'd be seeing a 30 year old man who's broken in the cinema. That that would that would break me in 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 the best possible way, but um, yeah, um, just don't don't make this the last one because I I want more of this, and uh, it's just good that the studio behind this is one that I I trust to do anything. Heck, if you want to do the backstory of Ham or the backstory of Bo Peep or the backstory of um, well, I guess we're gonna see the backstory of Zerg slightly in this. Um, heck, tell us what happened to Andy's dad. Where's he in the films? He's kind of a bit amiss. Um, yeah, I, I, honestly, I'd watch that as well. If you want to do, like, because it's funny, I just reviewed How I Met Your Father. If, <laughs> if you want to do, like, a How I Met Your not, not literally in the same format of a How I Met Your Father, How I Met Your Mother thing, and, like, do it over nine seasons, not that, but a, 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 a rom-com animated film again within the same like animated format of like i don't know you start with how andy andy's mum and dad met and then it can end with andy being born that's another idea see there's plenty there's plenty still to do there's plenty still to do within this franchise it's it's so interesting that Yes, Toy Story 3 had... Toy Story 3 was the end of Andy's story. 
It wasn't the end of the toys story. It could could have served as an ending to Toy Story, but Toy Story three is the ending of Andy's story. Uh, Toy Story four is the kind of ending of Woody's story, although you can easily pick that back up. But there's still so many stories you can tell, and it's just funny when like Toy Story three came out and people were like, oh that's it, that's it, and we all kind of thought that was it, right? Nobody was really expecting a Toy Story four, and then Toy Story four came and went, and then a lot of people said like, oh that's it for Toy Story four. I've just given like four ideas <laughs> of other things that you could do. Granted, some of those ideas your your uh, general audience isn't really going to watch. Uh, I'm not sure how many people would genuinely be interested in the backstory of Andy's mum and dad. Although a lot of people I've asked of like, okay, well, where is Andy's dad? Like, who is he? What happened to him? So I'd I'd want to know about that. Um, heck, do we even know the backstory of? How um, Andy met Woody, one of the most important relationships in Toy Story. I don't think we know about that. There's another film. There's another film. I mean, you could tie that into... um, uh, What's it called? Do Woody's Roundup. Have the same thing. You know? that That's how... Because uh, we don't know like when he got Woody, if that was for his birthday, or what 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 inspired that idea. Uh, why Woody want? Why um, Andy wanted the Woody toy? We don't know about that very much. So that's another idea. But that one fits more into the Woody's Roundup thing, where you could do that. So anyway, tons of ideas. Um, not everybody's going to want all of them, but I'll take all of those and any other ideas that Pixar's got. Um, I don't think this will be the last thing we see from Toy Story. Um, there'll probably be some other shorts and stuff, but I, I think we will have another film after this. Uh, obviously it depends on box office and whatnot, but um, I I think we'll see something else. Maybe it's just me being hopefully optimistic. So, anyway, what do you all think of the ideas I've put out there? What do you think of the idea of Lightyear? What do you think is going to happen? What do you think of the Zerg stuff? There's loads of stuff I've just talked about. And also, of course, you can send me your own thoughts and feelings and questions and comments, whatever, about Lightyear. Uh, as you can tell, I'm very passionate about this. Uh, so there's there's all of that. Uh, anyway, you can write in, let me know those thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, everything else that we've got. Uh, Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK, there's a contact page and information in your show notes. There's also an email box thing and a clickable email name in your show notes as well. So take a look at uh, those options and write in, let me know what you think. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org, TV, games, films, main night podcast. Take a look at all of that as well uh, for all those things. Um, what else is there you can do if you want to let other people know about uh, what we're doing where they can find it you can just tell them about the website and to find us on podcast platforms on, on there either by telling them or social media uh, that sort of stuff you can also support us through Patreon $1, $3 level tiers a free podcast and review options have a look at those different things uh, for your TV and your film news David's got you covered over on geektown.co.uk and geektown radio that's for your TV and your film news uh, Geek Town Radio episodes come out on Tuesdays. Have a look out for those. Uh, Bex is still streaming regularly over on Twitch. Trista B-Y-T-E-S. You can go and follow her as well on Instagram and Twitter for all of her different content. If you want to follow me on Twitch as well, eTalkUK for my different gaming streams. If you've missed any of those or you want to also find the game clips archived on there, uh, YouTube uh, Entertainment Talk plays for all of those things. Thanks very much for listening. And uh, yeah, see you for everything else soon. Thanks and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.